With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments. Get started at Chime.com slash build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Results may vary. See Chime.com for details. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I wanted to go get a job, so yeah. I wasn't attending all the time because I was trying to make money, basically. Yeah. With social media now, if you take a picture in it, yeah. it's not new anymore. Yeah. But <laughs> back then, again. I could go to a party in East, a party in West, a party in South, wear the same outfit and no one's going to know because no they haven't seen it on social yeah, media. Yeah. I did an engineering apprenticeship yeah. and as soon as you qualified, it was a high paying salary already. So it was yeah. basically £50,000 a year 50, without, without a degree. It was back-breaking labour sometimes, like okay, night really. shifts. But um, going under trains, like getting covered wow. in. So it wasn't, you're working hard for your money. My side hustle turned into a business. So okay, like was, full-time business. Yeah, so I was re- basically reselling shoes. But yeah. at the same time, I was getting stuff in bulk and stuff from America. And like, it was becoming like a retail store, yeah. really. I was making so many orders a day. I was like, well, have you seen these guys doing this dance? Mm. And he was like, yeah, I've seen them. I was like, why don't we just make a show? To put yeah. them on the thing. We done an advert with JD basically. Okay, and, wow. And they wanted me to dance in the advert. Yeah. And I was just like, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way I'm getting dancing. Putting way more hours into that business than I should have. Like there was days where I was doing 16 hours a day. And I knew that if I'd done that 16 hours in one of my other projects, it would have been far more rewarding. Obviously you left your your £50,000 job. Would you say it's worth, it was worth it? Welcome to the Takeoff Experience where I sit down with highly driven people to talk about their journey, their failures and their successes. If you want to take off in your career, your business, your finances or your mindset, then this podcast is for you. Welcome back to the Takeoff Experience. We've got a special, special guest in the building. How are you doing today, Jordan? Yeah, I'm all good. Thanks. Thanks for having me here. No, no, no. Very, 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 very welcome. So I always ask people this question. So who 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 is Jordan? Who is Jordan? Um, well, people will know me as Jay or I'm Broke Baby. Mm-hmm. I would say I'm a content creator. Um, I create personal finance content. I create fashion content. I create content for loads of different channels. But I would say most and foremost, I'm actually an entrepreneur. Yeah. 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 So it's Jay Vsop. Is it is it the VSOP, the alcohol VSOP? Is that brand? Is that where you want um, from, yeah? For my viewers, for uh, the kids watching out there, it's nothing to do with alcohol. <laughs> okay, <cool. laughs> but for the older lot, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you, bad, You bad. might know it from Brandy. Bad, bad. How old are you, by the way? I'm 28, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. You're, you're still quite young, man. Still in your 20s. All right. So let, let's talk about your story. So where, where are your parents from? My parents are from Jamaican Island. Okay. Jamaican Island. And were you born here in the UK? Yeah, I was or? born in okay. London, yeah. London. What, where about? East London. East, East London, London. Born and raised, yeah. Wow. Lived, lived here what, my whole life. What was it like? In like, um, like the area? I mean, I'm, I, f- I feel lucky to grow up in East London because mm. it's so diverse. Mm. I feel like I had like a very cultured upbringing. Mm. Yeah, very cultured. You feel like it was it was quite cultured. And yeah, I think that's the, I think that's the thing. Like, I think london as a city is is very diverse i feel like you can have a lot of different mm. friends 
Um, you can hang around different groups. You can have different experience. Did you enjoy like growing up in East London? Yeah, I loved it. I loved like literally all my friends were from different countries. Okay. From early, like just knew about loads of different cultures and different religions. Like I wasn't scared to meet new people because I already had friends who were from that same background. So yeah. it was always just calm to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And did you go to school in the area too? Yeah, I went to school in Walthamstow. Grew up in Walthamstow, went to school in Walthamstow. Okay. Um, Leighton, Leightonstone. What were you like at school? Were you, did you study hard? Yeah, I was, good? I was really good in school. I was yeah? just like straight A's. Really? Straight A's? Yeah, God. I was a proper like, I was, yeah, I was proper into studying. Mad. Um, Then I got to like college and then I knew education wasn't for me. So I started. Even though you were good at it? Yeah, I was, I'm good at, I'm good with education, but I wouldn't say, um, it's my it's my strongest point so mm. where i was feel like i was getting a bit bored i wanted to make money mm. i wanted to I, I wanted to go get a job so yeah i wasn't attending all the time because i was trying to make money basically yeah really okay yeah. so you, so you weren't attending college you were yeah not because i not because i was bad but because yeah. i was like money money driven yeah okay yeah and why do you think at that age you were money driven like looking like the obvious answer when i was when I, if you asked me at that age, I would have said because I wasn't given it as a as a child, mm. like I didn't have the latest whatever. But when I look back at it, that wasn't actually the reason. Like mm. every no one had anything, so yeah. I didn't exactly. need, I didn't need yeah. I didn't I could have just bought yeah. a one new jacket for the whole year, mm. and no one would have said nothing. So it, Facts. I, I think Facts. um, so it's probably greed, you know, at that age. Mm. probably it was probably greed, greed yeah probably greed like yeah. you want to be the guy who has everything yeah it's it's so weird because that you say that and it brings me back to like during that time as well you're right like when you bought something trainers or whatever you were wearing that the whole year yeah, you, you're, you, you're rinsing it yeah, you're not you bang buying it out, something yeah, you bang new it every out. time yeah it's crazy because this generation now i feel like it's so different i feel like for, for, unfortunately they got social media so for mm. them they've got to always have something new new but back then, like you said, it's not like somebody will yeah. cuss you. You could like it's with social media now. If you take a picture in it, yeah, it's not new anymore. Yeah, but <laughs> back then, I could go to a party in East, a party in West, a party in South, wear the same outfit, and no one's gonna know because no they haven't seen it on social yeah, media. Yeah, could wear it wherever. So <laughs> it's crazy. Like yeah, it's crazy how it's changed. It's mad. Yeah, I was. I remember I was wearing tracksuits until night tracksuits until they were basically all the seams yeah. that were coming apart. Madness, madness. Okay, so so you did college. Did you? So I'm assuming. Uh, did you go uni university? Uh, no, so I, I didn't finish college because okay. um, I failed it basically because okay. I didn't attend. So I I did actually want to do an apprenticeship. So I applied for the apprenticeship around Christmas time anyway. Okay. So I applied for that knowing that I wasn't going to finish college. Okay. So I was always had a backup. I didn't just stop attending and thought that's it. Yeah. So I done an apprenticeship. Um, so I went to college again basically for. Okay three years two and a half years okay. working at the same time and then when I finished college with my apprenticeship they actually paid for uh it's called a HNC okay it's like um foundation year of, of uni and then they offered to pay for uni as well but by that time I knew I didn't actually want to go through with uni yeah wow wow why 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 I didn't see the point so the yeah. job I I did an engineering apprenticeship yeah. and as soon as you qualified it was a high paying salary already. So it was yeah. basically 50,000 pound a year 50, without without a degree. And a degree might m maybe only get you an extra 10. That's a lot of money. 
yeah, so. yeah, fifty thousand was a lot. But yeah. I, I saw, cool, I can study and get a degree, and then mm. I might be on sixty five, seventy. Mm. But I can just use this money now, the fifty, and invest it into stuff. Yeah, and then I'll be making that extra twenty a year anyway. Yeah, that's smart. So that's smart. I, I thought skip sense. uni. There's no point because I, yeah. I didn't think I was going to be in there forever anyway. So. Wow, wow. And you mentioned that you bought a property. I saw in your your Instagram that you said that you bought at at twenty one, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what you did. And um, actually, by the way, technician. What kind of technician was it? What was um, it? it was mechanical and electrical engineering. So okay. it was like fault finding, okay. uh, some heavy maintenance as well. So it wasn't like it wasn't in an office. Like I was, it was back breaking labor sometimes, like okay, night really. shifts. But um, going under trains, like getting covered wow. in, so it wasn't. You're working hard for your money. It wasn't like a easy fifty grand a year. Like wow, it's actually for tough, it. tough, tough. Yeah, if if you got a bad run, you might go four nights, and your back is killing you, and you're covered. You're like you're covered in grease, and it wasn't nice. So I didn't want to be there forever. Yeah. That's crazy. And then at what point did you? Were you like, okay, I need to get a side hustle? I, I, as soon before I even started. Really, like, you already I've had always, a side hustle. I've always had at least two jobs. Really, at least yeah. So when I started, um, I was already I was like flipping mobile phones when I started, and then I got a job at Arsenal. Mm. Um, Sick. As a steward, yeah, I support Arsenal. So yeah, same here, same yeah, here. So my my work was in Wood Green, and obviously Arsenal's in Finsbury Park. So. You, we had to do training for like the first couple months. So I'd go straight from work um, to go do training there um, in, in Wood Green. And then on on the weekend, I didn't I didn't actually have um, work. So I was able to do the shooting at the games. So um, I had that job. Then I started flipping shoes, which was my side hustle, um, I'd say the year after. So okay. um, yeah, that was, yeah, that was the, first couple of years of my apprenticeship I was just finding my way I guess with the side hustles wow 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 so that was you flipping trainers right yeah, yeah so at first I was actually buying used trainers on eBay okay literally just cleaning them yeah and then selling them for like an extra 20 pounds so like I buy like five pairs a week yeah spend an hour two hours cleaning them yeah. They make 15, 20 pounds of each pair okay. every week. I was doing that for a couple of months. Wow. Mm. So you already like the business side, entrepreneurship inside of you was there already. But mm. where, where do you think that came from? Like that that drive and that hustle? Because, you know, obviously a lot of people at the, that age were probably going out, playing games, partying. And I was, I was, I was still doing all that. Like yeah. I was still doing all You're that. You're still doing that? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was partying more than anyone. I was probably partying really? the most. And then, I don't know, I feel like I just, I, I'm a bit, a bit more efficient with certain things. So okay. if I have a side hustle, there's a system in place already. So with the shoes, I knew, cool, I'd order the four shoes in, clean them all at the same time, mm-hmm. dry them all at the same time, take the pictures all at the same time. So okay. it's going to take me three hours, four hours yeah. in total that's just what a morning's work or and then that'll be it for the week yeah okay wow <laughs> like, this which, is why you're getting a's man you're already it, smart so you're like, ahead of your time with, with every side hustle it yeah. has to work around your schedule yeah so like, there's no point of doing a side hustle where you spend an hour on a little bit here and then you make five pounds like yeah. you might as well get everything done in a block and then systemize it and then yeah. you might make 200 pound for four hours work but at least you're not spreading it too thin and then yeah. it starts to get a bit tedious that way isn't it yeah wow that makes that makes sense and then so you bought so you bought your house fast forward again to uh 21 so you bought your house with the income from your property and your side hustle right yeah so yeah. um 
I I used my wages to get my mortgage offer. Okay. And I'd say most of my deposit came yeah from saving and investing into my side hustle. Yeah. Yeah. How much? How, how long did it take you to save like the the necessary amount for? Um. The so the uh, so it's the story was uh well, as soon as I started my apprenticeship yeah I sit like on on the old banking before I think it was even before mobile banking like you it was like a savings goal or something okay and I and, it, and like it said what is your savings goal and it was like a house and I yeah. put I think I put 40,000 or maybe like 30,000 in like this was like 2013 and I wanted to buy a house on my mum's road a three bedroom house I don't know how why I thought that but the houses were probably like 280,000 then yeah so I wanted to save 30,000 for the deposit legal fees whatever yeah Halfway through my apprenticeship, my mum's house already went up to like 350,000. So I was like, yeah, uh, I'm going to have to save more money. Um, so I, by the end, I had to save 50,000 to get my deposit. Yeah. That's mad. Yeah. That's mad. But and, it, and it wasn't a free bedroom. House. How, how many years did that take you? Oh, so from 16 to 21. Yeah. So okay, about five, five years. years. That's good though. Um, yeah. No, no, it wasn't. It was less than five years. It was four years because. Yeah. Basically, the my apprenticeship was four years. As soon as I finished my apprenticeship, I, yeah, I bought the house. I I put in the offer for the house and it didn't yeah. complete till I was twenty one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. That's sick though. And then at some point, you left your job. Job. Right? My job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What did you do after like that? Like you left your job. So before I left my job, I had my my side hustle turned into a business. So okay, like full time business. Yeah. So I was re basically reselling shoes, but yeah. at the same time, I was getting stuff in bulk and stuff from america and like it was become like a retail store yeah. really i was making so many orders a day yeah that it just made sense to yeah. grow this i'd have to leave so yeah i, I waited a, i'd say a year um i had like took a year to monitor all the numbers and make sure it was consistent mm. with my business and then i knew once i made a certain amount of month for that business i'm ready to quit okay so i made sure i hit that basically for the whole year and then it came to like november i wow. handed in my notice Wow, and I knew that I could take this full time and like just not make a living off it, but yeah, because I wanted to reinvest it all. But yeah. I was making money off it. Yeah. So what what, what were you at that point? Because I get I get the eBay part that that made sense. I made what, a website. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. So you made a website, and then what were you reselling? Were you just reselling trainers that were difficult to obtain? Mostly or? that, yeah, yeah, mostly. But I also I was going to like outlets, okay. buying stuff in bulk, so okay. I might get. Like a pair, well, back then I was getting like dunks for like twenty yeah. pound, and recently, yeah, twenty pounds. Yeah, I was getting like dunks for twenty pound and selling How it. How is this possible? Yeah, but people didn't like dunks then. Didn't they? Like, <laughs> this is when dunk, it was out of season. It would people would call dunks like fake air forces. Like, yeah, that was, like them type of times. Okay, so I was getting dunks for like twenty pounds, selling them for sixty. Yeah. Sort of like good profits, but yeah. um, I had a mix. So I had my website, which yeah. was starting to take off because I was getting numbers on Instagram. Yeah. I had Depop, I had loads of followers on Depop. I had like, I think at the time I left my job, I had like 50,000 followers on Depop. Um, I worked a lot with Depop, like they helped me a lot, um, like with events and Mm -hmm. I did loads of work with Depop. And then my eBay as well, I don't even know um, how you judge the metrics, but like feedback, I had like 2,000 feedback or something like that. So I had like three really big accounts. If one was dry, the other one was making sales so i was yeah. confident that i had like streams okay that, yeah. so what so okay so you did the cleaning old trainers then you mm. started reselling like hot uh, trainers yeah 
that was because though I got into trainers myself. So okay. initially I'd like- Oh, you actually sold your own not, trainers? Not really. So where I wanted to get the trainer myself, I might wake up at eight in the morning, go on yeah. Nike and then buy my pair, but then buy three more. Okay. So then like I knew that there was the demand for the exclusive right. ones. That was how it first started with, yeah. with them ones, yeah. And then how did it grow? Like, can you, if you walk me through like the so, growth of it and into the three different areas. So I started on eBay. Yeah. Started getting loads of feedback on eBay. And then I, was, I was thinking, why am I giving eBay 10% every time? Yeah. So I made the website. True. Every time I made a sale on eBay, there'd be a little card in it saying, yeah. you get 10% off, you go to my website. So yeah. started bringing all the customers from eBay to my website. Uh, made the Instagram. Instagram weren't really popping, but got a few customers from Instagram, Facebook, Gumtree. So I was just trying to bring everything to my website. Yeah. Then Depop came about the same year. Um, started getting loads of sales on Depop. And then same thing with Depop, had the website in my bio. So everything was just trying to funnel everyone into my website. Okay. And then I had some like regular customers on my website. They'd email me saying, have you got anything new? They'd like comment on the Instagram saying, oh, have you got these in? Have you got them in? So I was starting to build up a customer base. Okay, yeah. that's mad. That's mad. And did COVID have an impact on, on your business at all? Like, um, You know, it was hard. It's hard to, to judge if COVID had impact on the business because... That's when I started using TikTok. Okay. So I was getting way more orders, but I can't say if that was because of COVID or TikTok. Right. Um, it was probably a mix of both. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So so you started using you got into the TikTok game. How how did you identify that TikTok was a good place? For uh, to... It was just natural progression yeah. from Instagram. Okay. I I was I knew how to use Instagram. Yeah. I had a big following when so when COVID hit on Instagram, I think I already had like. 50,000 followers. Okay. Or maybe, yeah, about 50,000 followers. Before so, COVID. Before hit. COVID. So okay. I knew that TikTok is going to be the next big thing. Yeah. Because all the kids are on it. Like wherever the kids are, that's going to be the next it is big always, thing. It's always, yeah. And it is. TikTok is, is mm. definitely, definitely so I, big. Yeah. I, jumped, I jumped on TikTok. It took me oh, a good four months before I even like knew how to make a video properly <laughs> in that. But then once I knew, then like after that, within a month, I got 10,000 followers. Okay. Then, yeah, like. Wow. So you just did, you've identified something that works and just replicated it. Uh, yeah. So I just kind of like, um, like dipped my toe in, mm. in TikTok. Then when I found my, it's not even finding something that works. It's finding a way I was comfortable to be on the app. Yeah. Because it's like known as a kid's app. Yeah. I didn't want to, I didn't want to come across as corny or yeah. anything like that. So dancing and yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah. I was never going to do yeah. that on TikTok. So when I when I found a way to make content that I was comfortable with, yeah, and that provided some value as well, then I started going hard on it. Yeah, yeah, wow. And it, and you were replicating that content that was on working on TikTok to to Insta at that time. Not really, no. Not, just doing different types. Yeah, I was doing different types because that was before Insta Reels. Okay, so you were you oh, wouldn't yeah, I remember yeah that, you yeah. wouldn't really post a TikTok to yeah. Insta back then. Yeah. And then when Insta Reels started coming about, I was doing that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And at what point did you, the financial influencer part, what, what uh, point did that come out in the journey? Yeah, so when I made a TikTok, it was just to promote my sneaker business. Yeah. And then I started showing my face in the video. So I have like a like a stock room, basically, um, just like loads of shelves full of trainers. I'll do all my TikToks in that room. So then all the, everyone is like, do you work in like JD or Foot Locker? Like asking what's going on. They're like, yeah, it's my store. They're like, how have you got a store? Like, where did you learn to build a store? Then I was like saying, oh, I registered a company. I got like a uh, contract with this shipping supplier. 
I get my whatever from here. And people just asking me little bits and bobs like that. Like, mm. how do you make the postage labels? Yeah. Telling them where to get like all the postage supplies from. Um, then it that started leading into like more business advice. Like, yeah, where do you register a company? Okay. Um, how do I get a registered office? Then that started turning into personal finance stuff. So people were saying, how do you build a credit line with, with, um, with a postal company yeah. then I was like yeah you need to have good credit in the first place how how do you build your credit like well, you okay. need credit cards then okay. it all started snowballing from there yeah okay that makes sense you mentioned something about supply I didn't touch on that how did you find a supply how did you how well, did just that work? for trainers yeah it's just over the years you build connections yeah. with people so okay I had suppliers all over like Poland how were you building the connections though like what, just, what did you do I guess it's that? just from being in the game for so long like, okay did you it's because they knew you, who you were. Mm, I might have dealt with people like here yeah. and there. So like yeah. you might deal with someone and then they say, oh, my friend actually has 50 pairs of these. Right. And you buy that first 50 pair of him. He goes, actually, I get 50 pairs every week. Right. So, it's like, it's, so okay. Yeah. So it's like, it's a little bit of a teaser. They don't maybe outwardly tell you, oh, yeah, by the way, I've got yeah, better if, trainers. If, you know? if you're dealing with tens, yeah. you're dealing with tens of thousands of pounds worth of yeah. transactions, you, yeah. you want to, you don't want to give that someone a chance to yeah. to mess you over for ten thousand yeah. pounds. So they might sell you a couple. Okay. Then when you've been doing business, they're like, yeah, this guy's 30. Right. I'm gonna start right. doing bulk deals with him. This is crazy, man. I always I always relate this stuff to narcos every time I think because <laughs> that's always what it's like. It's like they test you. Oh, can yeah, you, you got, sell, you can you get rid of it? People. Like even with me, yeah. So I have I had like friends through the sneaker industry mm. who after a while I could trust them to I would send them ten thousand pounds like two boxes worth of ten thousand pound yeah and i won't even get the payment up front because i yeah. trusted them that much and they okay. would trust me that much okay so like you it was just like a trust game really yeah wow and are you still doing the sneakers are you still i'm still doing it but yeah. i'm not involved in it anymore you're not involved yeah. what did you sell it no my brother does it yeah oh your brother does yeah. it why did you take yourself out of it i needed to focus on all the other things yeah okay okay yeah. okay let, we're gonna go back to okay so okay so sneakers business or trainers business we say in the uk and then you Started to become a, fi a financial influencer, obviously working with brands, right? You grew massive in a year. Were you surprised by that? Like how fast you grew? The initially, I was because I knew TikTok was growing. I knew TikTok you could grow fast, yeah. but Instagram, the way they was pushing reels was crazy. So yeah. Yeah, I was surprised at that. Yeah. But uh, not TikTok. On TikTok, before I posted my first Instagram, I already had loads of followers on TikTok. Yeah. But then I was surprised. I only posted three, three or four, tic uh, three or four videos to instagram before i blew up yeah so wow. i was surprised about that yeah wow that's crazy and um i want to i always wanted to know this what's the inspiration for 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 the amber baby is <laughs> <laughs> it's just from paid in full in it okay yeah you just like that part you just uh, wanted to uh, that. yeah but obviously it means like it means a lot of things to a lot of different people so i'm not a flashy person yeah um and like me and my friend, like some of my friends who used to get money, none of my friends are flashy. So like right. some of my friends who used to get money, everyone knew they had money. If someone said to them, oh yeah, I see you, bro. You got the new chain of like, I'm broke. <laughs> like everyone just used to say it, like to yeah. deflect the attention away from them. Okay. Like you don't, you don't want to show off everything you have. If someone says you got something nice, you're like, no, not me. I'm broke. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of it's, it's like that. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I love that. I can, I can definitely relate to that. And um, so you've also launched a brand called Sturdy Off. Yeah. I was talking to you about this offline. I didn't know what, until I went to that, <laughs> your page, I did not know what Sturdy Off is. 
Did you create that? I, no, I know, you created the name. Um, the, the brand of dancing, is that a thing? So the the Sturdy Off is a platform where yeah. we showcase the dancing. It was, I'm a co-founder of it with my business partner. Yeah. Um, he actually founded a brand called Tax Free, which is a really big brand in London right now. Okay. So we share an office. Because mm. um, I'm on TikTok a lot, I was like, we need like we need to come up with... We had basically had like a massive studio space in the office that we could use for eight hours a week. I was like, we need to find something we can use this for. Yeah. And I was, because I was on TikTok so much, I was like, well, have you seen these guys doing this dance? Mm. And he was like, yeah, I've seen them. I was like, why don't we just make a show to put yeah. them on the thing? So the idea was they already created the dance. Someone, um, I think it's from, well, basically it was from Pop Smoke, really. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, Pop Smoke. Yeah. It's from Pop Smoke. Yeah, New York. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's a mix of, of New York and London, New York love to claim that they started it, but yeah. it's from London drill beats. Yeah. So it made sense that we could create a big platform in London. Instead of them dancing on the streets, we could put them in a professional studio, okay. treat them like professional dancers. So brands can actually say, okay, we can work with these people. Yeah. So wow. that, that was the, yeah, that was basically. That's, that is so, that is smart. And for those that don't know, watchers, listeners, what, what is, what is sturdy? When we're so, talking about it? yeah. So sturdy in a literal sense, it's, um, it's a type of dancing, but we're trying to change the narrative on that. So it's not just, it's dancing to drill music, um, there's certain sort of moves that you would call sturdy, but we, these dancers are so talented and they can yeah. do so many other things. We want kind of want people to think of sturdy as just a dancer in general. So yeah. like, and I don't like to use the word, but the best way to describe it is like urban dancing. Okay. So it'd be a mixture of break dancing. Um, yeah, basically a mixture of break dancing and just like the new dance trends that you'd see on TikTok or Instagram or whatever. Okay. Um, mostly to drill music, but I think it can be evolved to any music now. Yeah, yeah. No, I like it. I like it. When I saw it, I was like, "This is ingenious. It's absolutely ingenious." Well done to you, yeah, sir. I, mean, I, just, I just that wish is. I could. I just wish I could dance. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll get. They'll teach you. They tried to. So we done a. We done an advert. With, yeah. We done an advert with JD basically. Okay. And, wow. And they wanted me to dance in the advert, yeah. and I was just like, "There's no way. <laughs> There's no way I'm getting dancing." Oh my god! So how did that? How did that JD one come up? Did they just see what you were doing and they were like, "Yeah, they hit you up about it"? Or did you reach out to them? Uh, no, we never reached out. They came to us. But okay. when we created the show from the beginning, we knew this. That was the end goal to get yeah. to get the brands like JD and Nike to notice us. So after four months, I think um, an agency contact contacted us on behalf of Nike and JD and said, "Yeah, we want to work with you." Wow! Um, and it was it was. It was. It wasn't surprising because that was our goal. But it was surprising it happened so fast. We yeah. thought there'd be like a a brand in between, a smaller brand yeah. that would hit us up first, and then like a stepping stone. Um, but yeah, yes, that was the end goal. And wow, managed to. Well, we still got lots to do, but managed to get there quicker than we thought. Yeah, Christmas has come early, and I'm giving you the chance to win a fifty pound Amazon gift card. If you want to be in with a chance of winning this prize, all you have to do is rate the takeoff experience on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave me some feedback and then send me a screenshot on my Instagram at Savvy Wallet so I know who I need to enter into the prize draw. It's that simple. The prize draw will end on the 2nd of December and the winner will be announced on Sunday the 4th of December via my Instagram stories. I wish you luck and enjoy the rest of the episode. <laughs> 
How how do you organize a competition? And how do, what what do you think were some of the ingredients that made it go viral? Of course, it's a great concept, but in terms of execution, execution is what. Yeah. So well, did you hire like professional videographers and stuff like that? Um, no, we had a professional studio, and because I'm a content creator, I have, I have, um, they're not professional cameras, but they're they're very good cameras. So like, I've got good cameras. Um, I I set up all myself to be honest. It's me by myself operating three different cameras. Really. Um, the lighting was good. Cause it's only going on YouTube and TikTok, it it just has to be of a certain standard. Like it was a good standard for that them platforms. Yeah, it was a better standard than what was on TikTok in the first place. Okay. Um, and we managed to get some popular people on it on the first episode. So, yeah, big up. Uh, uh Steps came on it. Mm-hmm. Steps. I don't if if you're into TikTok, he's I think he's got three million followers now. Wow. He, he, like he. He came on the first episode. Obviously, that helped. Was he dancing in it? Yeah, he's a okay. re- he's he's a comedian on TikTok. Yeah, but he's a really good dancer, and wow. like, people didn't know that he was that good at dancing. So okay. that helped obviously push it. Wow. And then we had a couple other dancers with big names like uh, wow. Khan's Prince, uh, Spins, and they believed in the vision from the start, mm-hmm. and it kind of got it pushing. And then we also got lucky. The first episode, the biggest Twitch streamer in the world reacted to it. Wow. So it was a mixture of timing, yeah, uh luck, circumstance. Wow. But everything happens for a reason, isn't it? It happens. happens yeah, you, I feel like you create your own luck, right? If you yeah. didn't put the content out there. Yeah, exactly. How, how yeah. they're if be the content wasn't there, they couldn't react to it. It's gotta be yeah. there, right? So I wanted to I was wondering, I was like curious about something. So the cameras, how did you get so good with cameras and how did you know like what I, cameras to get? I don't know, you know. <laughs> I don't it was know. like I just figured it out. Yeah, like I am I'm, I'm someone, I'll buy the camera, not yeah. read the instructions and just play with it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So Oh wow. The first cam no, to be fair, the first camera I bought, like a like um like a proper digital one was I think for eBay for taking my pictures for the for my trainers. Yeah. And then I started doing like little bits of photography for my for my website, trying to take some artistic pictures of the shoes. Then I started doing sneaker reviews um, or unboxing. So I learned how to like change the settings on the cameras. There, yeah. I'm I'm not a, I'm not great with cameras, but I've, I'm good enough. Like I'm confident yeah. enough. I mean, they ha- yeah. look high quality. Yeah, if someone gave me if someone gave me like if you gave me this camera, yeah, like within five minutes, I think I could get I could get it set up and get a good video out of it yeah wow 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 and three cameras did you have those three cameras ready before because you you mentioned that yeah that you were doing that <laughs> yeah before. so so one would be on a tripod yeah or two would be on a tripod and then someone would be holding the other okay. one but the two on the tripods i'd have two screens so like wow. to um to wirelessly monitor the wow. the footage wow so i'd just be at a desk yeah telling someone where to go with the other camera and then wow. I'll just be on my two cameras. With wow, me. you're really good at content creation. <laughs> you no, you really are. I have to I have to I have to say it. like you you really, really are. Um so uh, walk me through how you organize it, like what what it's like on uh, the day. Um the so that yeah. well the day the day goes hectic to be fair. But yeah. we so we send out all the emails to invite people. Obviously people new people want to come every time like people basically audition to come on yeah so once we get like a list of 10 15 people get them to come on the day everyone comes late so we'll try and um yeah we'll try and get some content filmed in between that for just for the socials we'll just three rounds of the competition 
maybe four people go out each round, mm-hmm. get to the final, and then um, everyone stands behind the winner. Then once it's all filmed, I'll get, I used to edit it myself, but now we've got someone else to edit it. I'll just upload it straight away, send it to the editor, depending on what brand or what. Um, so some of the songs are from the record, from record labels. Yeah. So depending on what brand or record label we're working with, we got. Oh, you, do you have to work with them to? Uh, we don't have to, but yeah. obviously some of them want to get their song in the vid- in the that's interesting how did that how did that come about like the the songs part of it like uh it's kind of just it's kind of just a no-brainer like yeah. people pay for promo on tiktok yeah. if you've got the biggest dance platform on tiktok then yeah that's true people are going to want to get in it so were you so were they because obviously i'm thinking at the beginning like your first episode right did did you were you working with a nurse nah, so, at that point no. so where obviously i'm a content creator before i'd I used some of my affiliate marketing skills to try and get some money out of the first episode. Okay. Didn't get much money, but I thought yeah. we, we invested up me and my business partner. We said we're ready to lose however many thousand pounds yeah. on this first episode, yeah. but we'll might be able to pull something out by the affiliate market. And even if we don't get money out of it, we can see how much people click it. Yeah. Then we can sell, we can use this data to pitch the advertisers on the yeah. next one. So we took an L on the first episode. Yeah knowing that we're not going to get no money out of it. Like it got demonetized straight away on YouTube because uh, the songs are copyrighted. Okay. So we didn't have permission from the labels. Okay. They they let you use the song, but they take all the money from the yeah, song. Yeah, they take the money. So uh, yeah, so just took an L on the first episode, but we knew because if the n- numbers are there yeah. for the next episodes, we've got data to pitch to people. Yeah. Okay. So you, so, you use, so you use that as like a... Okay, take that or whatever. Yeah. Analyze it, get the stats, and then use that for the second episode to start pitching. Yeah, so we fair, we didn't even have to pitch it because the numbers were so good in the first episode. They just came to you. They came to us. Wow. They came to us. That is like an influencer's dream, right? (laughs) All the brands and everybody like, no, we love this. And I can understand why they love it because I've never seen anything like that before, Mm. right? And um are you worried about competition with it or you're just like, nah? Is it is there competition they're, they're, coming? Is anybody tried to copy? copy yeah, uh, yeah. Some American people have tried, Italian people, but they can't produce an episode as good as we do. Yeah, because we got a mixture of the best dancers. Yeah, we got two of the I'd say two of the best young entrepreneurs are running it. Like yeah. not that we're good, the best business end, but mm. we're from London. We're we're connected with business people and the kids. Like yeah, we're we're the go between between them, so no one can put together an authentic product yeah. like we do like yeah. i don't think anyone could yeah no i agree i agree i think i think it's at the end of the day is your vision so you created it that was your idea and you've created it the way that was in your head mm. and what they're doing is copying what was in your head rather than creating their own thing yeah. trying, trying to copy for me copycats never imitations mm. never win I mean, it's flattery, of course, yeah. but I feel like they'll never win. I think, there's, yeah, there's two like there's two main people who who would copy it. The dancers, I'm, I wouldn't yeah. even call them copying it because yeah. they're just doing a dance competition, yeah. like how they naturally would. But they ain't got the the right equipment or whatnot to yeah. do it. Then obviously, a corporate company might try to copy it. Yeah, I, but it's gonna be so it's gonna be soulless. Like, they're, yeah, they're not. <laughs> it's gonna be soulless. They're not gonna have the same connection that we have with these kids. Yeah. That, are, that are dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just don't think, like you said, I don't think they they get it they don't don't get it they don't get it they don't get it like they will try to but they just they won't they don't get it um so even when i said like um 
people try and pay to have their songs in episode. Yeah. If it don't fit with the episode, we don't take it. Like ninety percent of the songs, we don't. We like no, it don't fit with it. So we're not taking. Wow. Them. So you're getting lots of people. Yeah. We'd, we'd we'd ra- we'd rather yeah play the songs that they want and take no money for the episode. Mm-hmm. Rather than play some dead songs and they can't even yeah. dance to it. And, yeah, that mm. that makes sense, man. I love I love I love how authentic this is. So, how are you monetizing the platform? Is it like YouTube ads? Is it a mixture of like a bit of sponsorship with it? Spo- it's it's mostly sponsorships. So, um, yeah, mostly sponsorships. Obviously, we got a lot of running costs on the day. Yeah, uh, we want to get the dancers paid for their time as well. So, yeah. right now we've. We've got loads of campaigns with JD that okay. we're just getting the dancers so much work. Yeah. Um, that is epic. Yeah. So Love yeah. stuff like this. Like, so on Wednesday, on Wednesday, this Wednesday, we're going to Manchester. Okay. Taking four of them to Manchester. Probably the first time they've been, like, uh, accommodation, everything. They're going to be with JD on the day, getting paid on their Instagram, on their Facebook. Yeah. Meeting other dancers. So wow. even just the opportunities like that. Like. Yeah. You're creating, do you realize you're creating a whole kind of culture with this? This is, you're creating a new, this, do you know what this reminds me of? I, I'm sure there was a dancing thing that we all used to watch back in the days. And I'm trying to remember what it was. I'm pretty sure. What, like a live, like a live show? Yeah, of? there was some show in America, but you're creating a new oh, culture is around. Is it the one with like, was it Jabberwocks and them? Man? I think so. Yeah, mm. I think, I think, I think that's, I think that's it. So you're creating a whole new culture around this. Because I mean, I think the last time dance was popular was that dance group in Britain's Got Diver- Talent. Diversity. Yeah. And even them, I feel like they didn't really capitalize on it as much as they could have. I mean, maybe it's just the timing of of, mm. of, of stuff, but you're creating a whole culture mm. around this. So like, you know, with that in mind, wh- where are you trying to take this to? We'd, we'd like it. We'd like to take, well, it's, it's, it's kind of sentimental. So like the people who've been with us from the start, we'd like to take them like to New York, to Korea, to wherever, wow. to get like, to get the sh- to get the show done live. Yeah. Um. On a on a larger scale, there's a show in America. Can't remember the the name where it's called, but it's shown on like all their major networks. If we could have a show like that, that was okay. shown on all the major networks here, then that probably would be. Yeah, that probably would wow. be. It. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if. But you know, then again, like would that take some of the authenticity away from? Could do like to have a, a product on TV. You can't do everything that you would normally do. So yeah. again, um, I don't know. I like to see where it takes where it takes us. To be fair, yeah, yeah. Like right now, we're we're happy where it is and just trying to reinvest and build it bigger. Wow, wow. And um, how how are you managing this with being an influencer? Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's hard. I can't lie. It's hard, but yeah. you just got to do what you got to do in it. Like got to do what you got to do. So just making videos in bulk i guess like okay. my, my own videos i make i wouldn't like to even call myself an influencer yeah just call myself a content creator content creator yeah yeah I, I like i like content creator and are you are you involved in anything else at the moment is it just those two things no i got i got lo- i got loads of little i got loads of little things really yeah what else, what else are you doing something i can't talk about okay uh you know, quite a lot of things i can't talk about yeah. there's one no, nah, there's loads actually. There's uh, so I do I do content creation for other businesses or brands. I do it like okay. podcasts, okay, um, with clothing brands. So okay. either I will do their strategy, mm-hmm. or I will like point them in the right direction to okay. someone and obviously take a fee or whatnot. Yeah. 
Um, there's a, I don't know, I don't want to say too much. There's an app that I'm working with now. Mm. They're developing it. Okay. As a music app, basically. Okay. And they want me to be involved in the creation of the app. Okay. So I'm giving like, I'm consulting basically. Consulting. Wow. How, how do you have time for all of this stuff? <laughs> yeah, you just got to, I don't know, you just got to, Make time where you can in it. So yeah, on the train, on your phone, on that's crazy. That's but that's yeah, there's crazy. a lot of bits and a lot of bits and pieces that, that you're doing. But not everything. Not everything is gonna work. Like you yeah. might have ten ideas and one of them works. But yeah, I think I think that's the risk you got to take if you're an entrepreneur, or content creator. Yeah, and you, it seems like you are comfortable with that. that, that yeah, yeah, that's, comfortable that, with the challenges. That's that's where um broke baby comes from. Like yeah. I, I don't, I'm not doing things to make money. So I'm not in a rush. Yeah. Like obviously I want to make money for it so I can fund other things. But mm. if, if I put, if I put all the money I have into something, I don't have to maintain a lifestyle where I'm going to feel like I'm missing out. Yeah. If all my money's invested in to try and get these businesses off the ground, then I'm not missing out on anything because I, yeah. I didn't have anything in the first place. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So what so, so, so what are you, if you're, if it's not for money, what are you trying to, what, what is it? For no, you? don't get me wrong. I'm eventually trying to make money. Yeah. But money's money's there to afford you yeah. comfortability. Okay. So you're more, you're looking for the comfortability. Yeah, I'd, li- I'd like to have, I'd like to have enough money where yeah. I don't have to worry about money. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I want to have enough money so I don't have to worry about money. Um, I find I get joy from challenges, so yeah. I'd like to do passion projects. But you need you need money to do passion projects because yeah. you can do as many passion projects as you want now. But at the end of the day, you still need to do a nine to five to fund it. So, 100%, yeah, yeah, I just yeah, want to make need, enough money, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, so okay, so this year you were rated as highly commended by the British Bank Awards mm. twenty twenty two. How did that feel? I'm not gonna lie, I was disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I was feeling great. Uh, disappointed because there was one uh, the award I wanted to win I didn't win. And what was that influencer of the year? Yeah, I yeah. think and I think I should have won it. Yeah, yeah, I know I should have won it. Yeah, I know I should. I, I I don't even want to be controversial. I think you should have won it. <laughs> I think you should have won it. I think you should have won it. But it's more than likely that maybe they gave you that because they think you'll win next year. Eventually. Yeah, I don't want to get into the politics of it, but yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay, there's, there's, okay, so there's some behind the scenes stuff that happened. All right, man. Oh my God. This is crazy, isn't it? This is crazy. And this is, you know what? This is how the world is, right? I think, you know, when somebody wins something, it's not always deserved. Sometimes it's relationships. Sometimes it's an agenda. Yeah. I, yeah, I... I don't want to talk too much about that one. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let me <laughs> let me let me not get you in trouble. Let me not let me not mess up any relationship for you or for no, me. No, don't get me wrong. I'm grateful to. I'm not. I'm not ungrateful to the people yeah. who supported me. Yeah. It's, it's it was just the event. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm I'm grateful for everyone. Yeah, yeah, who congratulated me and voted for me and because yeah, I'm grateful for everyone. But yeah. yeah, the politics is a bit. Yeah, I know. I hear it. I hear it. I, and I feel like you know sometimes you just got to deal with that at times yeah you got you can't be salty about it like yeah. well you can be salty about it but you can have to, you have to channel it in the right thing. yeah so in the right I, I didn't i didn't think ah it's all rigged or whatnot yeah. i thought i'm gonna show them that yeah i'm gonna show them why i should have won it yeah yeah i love that i love that and what, would you say that's your biggest success today personal success yeah no no i say sturdy off you know yeah because i'm so like happy with 
it's affected so many people that yeah. yeah i'm so happy with that yeah when i saw it i was like wow this is crazy you built a platform like yeah. this in what seven months yeah that's quick like there's there's kids that are when i could call them kids they're like 16 17 yeah they don't have a full-time job they yeah. get paid now they only get paid from dancing because wow. that's their full-time job now that is amazing. in the space of six months like don't get me wrong they was getting little bits of money here and yeah. there but they didn't have a professional body that they can come to every month yeah and they know that they're gonna get paid wow now, yeah that's epic man and look at you creating streams of well income and you talk about side hustles a lot but you and that's such a i feel like that's such a unique way to to make money from your perspective and from 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 their perspective um but obviously obviously you know in this journey it's not it's not always been plain plain saying so what was what would you say has been your biggest challenge as an entrepreneur so far the biggest challenge and i was talking about this the other day to someone so my first business which was the sneaker business yeah don't get me wrong it does well like it mm. it does it, it's on on paper as a as a business you, you would say it's a successful business yeah but I knew my potential was much more than that business. But I let people get in my head and make me think that because that's your first business, you can't let it go. Okay. Like if if I so now I don't really do anything with that. And then when people ask me about it, like, oh, you don't you don't do nothing with why why did you stop? In your in your head, you f might feel like a failure. Yeah. Like you might have a business, it might make you X amount of money a month, but you know you can start another business and it'll make W that. Yeah. And you'll find it more rewarding but if you if you stop that first business everyone's gonna be like ah oh, you fell off you flopped yeah you failed that first business so i let that get in my head and i tried i put i put I was putting way more hours into that business than i should have like there was days where i was doing 16 hours a day and i knew that if i'd done that 16 hours in one of my other projects it would have been far more rewarding and made way more money but i was so worried about what other people would think about that first one that yeah, I let it get to me. And then that was my biggest challenge was letting that one go. Okay. Like just giving up control. I'm thinking, cool, I'm just going to take the risk and put all my time in something else. Yeah. And then if, if both of them flop, then I don't care what people say. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, I think there's nothing wrong. You got to, at the end of the day, right? People got to say anything anyway, even if you're success people. Mm. People will find a way to nitpick. Yeah. Exactly. All the time. So, um, so I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you realized that and you, and, and you, and you took the, took the plunge. The, your current businesses, are those the businesses that you think that you'll stay focused on or is there something else that you're looking to, to, to do in the future? Uh, st sturdy off, obviously the, it's a trend, like mm. the dance is a trend. So we have a long-term plan with that yeah. to change direction with it into okay. That's smart. music or dance. Yeah. So I can see me, myself being involved in that a lot for the next five, whatever years. Okay. Um, the content creation, again, he, I, I enjoy doing it. I, yeah. I do enjoy doing it. So if the money was to stop coming in from that, mm -hmm. I would still be doing it. I think that's, that's what you got to think about. If the money stops, would you still do it? Yeah. And I would still do, do that. And um, all the other little bits and pieces, I guess, they're like projects that if they take off, then um, if it takes off, it takes off. If it doesn't, then, then it yeah, doesn't, doesn't matter, I guess. Okay, okay. So I've got a question here, yeah. So obviously you left your, your £50,000 job. How many years ago was that now? 
Oh, wow. Six years? 2016, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Well, no, no, no 2017, sorry, sorry. Okay, so about five years ago. Yeah. Coming up six years, coming up six years, yeah. Would you say it's what it was worth it that you left where you are now? I, I won't give an easy answer. Okay. <laughs> um, no, because if I kept, when I left, I paid myself the minimum I could. Okay. So I could reinvest into my business. Mm-hmm. If I left, if I stayed in that 50,000 pound a year job, I would have maybe had another two houses. Okay. A bigger stock portfolio. Um, Interesting. My, I might have, I might have, um, might have had more money now. Okay. So if you, if you judge success by money, then yeah. I could regret it. But okay. the skills I've learned since I've left, like I couldn't even put a price on it. Yeah. I couldn't even put a price on it. The skills, the connection I made, the businesses I've built. Yeah. Um. Then obviously the businesses are making money now as well, mm. but like sturdy off i could talk about sturdy off all day like i love that business yeah so i i think I, i'm happy i left here okay. i'm happy i left that makes sense and i think i think that like you know i think that anything you do in life is a risk you might as well risk doing what you love i think mm. i think personally i think you should do what you love and you shouldn't you know and i like and I, that's why I, that's what i love about your answer like you said for you that's not what success success isn't about money no, no it's way. about being happy doing what you're mm. doing and i think for me i think the definition of success is the same thing of course yeah i do want to make money but i want to be happy doing what i want to do do you know what i mean i want to wake up and say okay yeah i love doing this this is all i can think about yeah there's there's know? a million jobs out there you can yeah. make loads of money if you if you wanted to make loads of money you could go to scotland sail into the into the sea yeah. and work on an oil rig yeah but are you gonna you're not gonna yeah, like doing that exactly you, so. exactly talking about making money though though because there might be, you know some people regardless for them success is making money what would you what's like your top three like side hustles that somebody can do right right now yeah right now yeah. number one video video editing okay but video editing short yeah. form videos yeah so like you yourself would yeah. know you put out this podcast yeah. chop it up yeah. put onto so many podcasts out there some people don't know how to do it. Yeah. Some people ain't got the time to do it. Mm-hmm. So there's literally endless, endless people you can pitch to to do that. Yeah. And even if you just get free a week, mm. you could be making three, four hundred pound a week. It's crazy that you say that because recently I've had like so many people pop Reach. up in my inbox <laughs> asking me, "Can I? I, need, I want to edit your video, like pitching to yeah. edit." I was like, "Wow, this is going crazy." Yeah, I remember. I yeah, I remember saying that like last year. And then I said this year, I feel like a lot of people are doing it. Yeah, a lot of people are like literally coming into my inbox. I'm having like all sorts of people, marketing (laughs) agents, people wanting to offer me marketing. So like, I love it. Like, I think it's good because I think, like you said, there are a lot of people that don't even want to bother editing that you Mm. can just take it off them and you're making making money off them. Okay, so that's number one. What's number two? I've been been trialing, like this summer, I was trying a lot of side hustles. Okay. Um, A lot of them weren't too great, to be honest. The, uh, I, I don't know if I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it on here it's matched match betting. Okay. Cause for some people consider it as gambling. Yeah, I don't talk I don't gamble. <laughs> it's, it's not it's not it, yeah, each to their own. Like um yeah. personally I wouldn't say it's gambling. Okay. If you want to look what, into it, look what what is it? If so, you can explain uh, it. So there'll be a website, um, they give you a free trial, whatever. They have us they have a whole software mm. that um works out if you get a free bet how much you have to put of your own money to make profit okay so they might give you a 10 pound free bet and they say put it on this result 
-hmm. but then to make sure you don't lose, you have to put £10 of your own money on and you're guaranteed right. to make pound fifty. Okay. So it's it's just that and then okay. that scale, basically. Okay. So okay. you might, so you're not pound fifty. you'll probably make like £7, but you might do five of them a day, every day okay. for a week. Wow. So you might make £35 a day every day. Wow, so people, yeah, I, I think I've seen a few people do match betting, but I didn't actually It's It's a bit time consuming. Mm. I'd, I'd say uni students, if you just want to do it, something mm. chill, you could be watching TV, doing yeah. it. As a side hustle, I think it's a good mm. side hustle. It's not the best way to make money, but yeah, but it is something. It's, it's a guaranteed okay money making side hustle. Okay, that, that you don't really need much capital to start it with. Okay, okay, and that that's guaranteed to generate some sort. Yeah, of so I, I I last year I done a video on it. Yeah, um, I started a trial. The start the trial made like thirty seven pound. Okay, and then I put like three hundred pound of my own money into it, and then I think after the month I. Was, I made like two hundred and seventy pound profit. Oh wow! Okay, and that was just me doing it for a video. I wasn't. Fair I wasn't even trying like hard to do it. Wow, fair enough. So Look, listeners, watchers, I'm not gonna block your blessings. Look, if you wanna, <laughs> yeah, make, you wanna get into that, yeah. do it. Make sure you you um learn how to do it before you do it. Yeah. Make, how do you, how do you learn how to do it? They the they the website that you sign up to do it. They yeah. give you a free trial to teach you. Okay. So basically, they want to teach you how to do it to do it properly because they know you're gonna make money, but then you have to pay like five pound a month for their service. Oh. Everybody's making money with yeah. but look, I don't mind you making money. If you could teach me how to make yeah, money, yeah, all power to you. Yeah, every it, every business has costs. Yeah. Side hustles have costs. Exactly. If there's yeah. a platform that is like that platform runs all the software for you. Yeah. Like I don't know if you do have ever done Amazon FBA. Yeah, no, no, I've never done. Uh, well, there's look, they, there's so much software out yeah. there that you got to pay every month to use. Yeah, everything you need to use software. So. This is the thing, man. I feel like that's such that's one of the best things because I feel like they're almost guaranteed a, an income because people would want to learn how to match bet. They don't need to do it themselves. Yeah, they're just teaching people and they just mm. brought, uh, you know. Okay, so what's number three then? Number three, I wanna I wanna say one that I've not said before, but I didn't finish it. This is for this is if you have got a bit of budget though. Okay. So you see, like e-scooters. Yeah um they don't actually the companies like lime and that yeah they don't actually collect them themselves they subcontract it out really yeah they subcontract subcontract the collection of the yeah so from you, a location yeah so no well they just stopped them all around in it okay so like they have to be charged overnight okay so you might so you might drop your e-scooter in camden just a random road someone has to pick that up and charge it oh. so they subcontract that charging to other people but all you really need to do is have a van and maybe a garage with all the chargers there. And then if you have the setup, so you might even, so you might do it by yourself for a bit. Yeah. Then you might think, oh, it's going well, making money. They pay you per scooter. Like they pay you like seven pounds or something per scooter. Wow. So you might get hundred scooters in a night, but you have to pay all that electricity and fuel and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. You might get to a point where you know you can probably locate 300 scooters a night but you haven't got the manpower you can rent out a bigger unit and then charge basically subcontract them out mm -hmm. so you might say oh, i'm gonna give you a hundred pound a night to get yeah. me 50 scooters but then you're making mm. however x amount off it you're making 350 off wow so if if you're like willing to invest <laughs> you might have to invest like a grand into the yeah but that could be a very lucrative one yeah wow why, why do you try why are you trying all of these side of even though i love them and it's like curious, no now now right? it's for content is it just now, all content now it's for content just to yeah. prove that it works yeah, instead yeah. of just giving like the generic yeah so i'd rather start a youtube channel for example yeah so i'd rather try yeah. it myself like with yeah. the match band i've done it myself yeah. i was doing you know them apps where you go into a shop yeah. and then 
it's a secret shop app. Mm. Like I've done them all myself okay. and like I've taken pictures while all the staff yeah. are looking at me like I'm some yeah. weirdo <laughs> just to make sure it works. Like, yeah. So that, that with that one, um, I wanted to try it, but I'd, getting a van in the warehouse would have been way too Yeah, long. that sounds like a lot yeah, of effort. So and I, yeah, I, I downloaded the, the app where you needed yeah. to locate the scooters with like as a contractor. And it the app works in that, and yeah. I think if you're willing to try it, I think you can make some good money. Wow, wow, wow! I love, I love, I love the fact that you're trying all these side hustles. I love the fact that you are getting yourself involved in like a lot of things. I think, especially in this day, you know, cost of living crisis, I think having you know multiple streams of income um, is is quite important. Um, so yeah, what's what's next for you? What have you got planned next? Oh, what's next? So everything changes so quickly, man. Everything changes so quickly. I've got I've got things coming up with my own like personal finance stuff, like brands that I'm excited to work with. Um I st- I actually started a list at the start of the year. Yeah. The brands I aspire to work with. And I think I've I put I think I've got six or seven on there and wow. I managed to cross up four. Wow. So I'm trying to cross off the rest of them and st- sturdy off got some big things coming with that so looking forward to that okay. uh actually this week we got we got a um a live performance in wow. westfield oh yeah so what date was that uh saturday the 29th uh oh. you know the bit outside What's that of november oh no to uh to this week oh this week yeah. oh, october oh, no, the episode won't be out by then uh, you got any other live so well, maybe coming? maybe you can go on you can go on sturdy off and watch some okay. of the clips yeah, yeah. Okay. there might be some clips oh, um wow. and then hopefully with that we're gonna have some more live performances yeah. and some collaborations and stuff yeah. like that so looking wow. forward to that that's sick and starting a few new things um starting like a new venture with one of my business partners okay trying to get that off off the ground before the end of the year just taking things wow. as they come really like wow you're mad busy i love it man <laughs> love love this man you got <laughs> you got to man you got to like you not everything's gonna work so you kind of just need to put yourself out there and if even if it don't work and you learn something from it you yeah. can use it in your next venture yeah well, what would you say on your journey what's the biggest lesson that you've learned yeah don't be don't be afraid of what other people are going to think of you yeah i love that if if you fail you fail like yeah you can hide it. You can hide your L's. Don't let people think that you got to tell people about your L's. You it's hide, true. You can hide. You can hide. <laughs> it's true to be fair. You can. Like, someone, someone said, oh yeah, what happened to that podcast? He's like, Whoa, what podcast? <laughs> <laughs> what podcast? What are you talking about? I didn't start no podcast. <laughs> oh man, uh, I love that. I love that. Uh, where, where can people find you on the socials? Uh, Instagram, JVSOP. TikTok, JVSOP. And YouTube, JVSOP, yeah. Love it and uh, study off as well. What's that? What's the hat? Study off, yeah. Study off. It's all study off, yeah. Sturdy. If you type in study off, um, pretty much any platform, it should be coming up, yeah. Awesome, awesome. And do you have any final words for the listeners, watchers? Yeah, just keep hustling, man. Keep grinding, cost of living, just gotta get it where you can. And remember, I'm broke, baby. <laughs> I love that. I love that, man. Thanks so much, man, for just blessing the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. I appreciate you for, having for, me. Nah, very, very welcome, man. Thanks for sharing your story as well. And, you know, just being like authentic. I think like, you know, I think being an entrepreneur is not easy. Yeah. Um, You know, it's not for the faint hearted. And I think as well, like what I liked about like your stories, that the fact that you, you're doing what you want to do. Mm. Right. And I think a lot of people... They do what they don't want to do. If you want to work in a job, do that. Like, mm. don't worry. Like, yeah. we're not, nobody's saying don't, we're saying follow what you need, right? But 
do a few things. Just mm. don't just rely on one because you never know what 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 can happen. But just do a few things, and, and that's it. Sounds like that's what you're doing um, as well. So yeah, no thanks. Thanks for for sharing it. Uh, watchers, listeners, thanks for uh, watching, listening to this episode of Take for Experience. Uh, yeah, we'll see you in next week's episode. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about. In your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit score grows, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or home. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Bill Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC, out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.